everybody. Welcome to BBS Radio, where we do radio right. And before I continue, I just want to say that I think it was last week I was just up at 3 o'clock in the morning, which is usual for me. And my little, I was on my iPod, and it just went to BBS Station 1. I don't know what I did, but it did. And the next, I didn't know I had done that. So the next thing I know, I'm hearing the coolest alternative music that I've heard in decades. And I don't really keep up with music anymore, but years ago I was so into alternative music so I'm hearing this thing I'm thinking where is this coming from I was freaking out I look and it's BBS one and I realized that it was music that they they have so if you have really well if you have music that you want played call B I'm no write in bbs.com no bbsradio.com and make sure that you say it goes to Doug because he is the one that's going to do this. And you might be up there playing. So I want you to do that. Anyway, you're here with Meta Mondays, and that's me, Adina. And my site is askadina.com. And today we have Carolyn Gervais. She's been with us twice. And I just want to talk about who she is and what she does. Carolyn has a book out and of course it's called Life Before Life, How Soul Agreements Direct Our Destiny. The reason that I feel there are so many books that are out and so many of us that are doing this work, the reason I feel that Carolyn is so unique is because of how she's come about this and what she's done. Carolyn is so many different things. She writes with a compassion that I feel is rarely felt when people write about this. You can tell that she's been through it. I recognize a a companion soul. I recognize and I hear someone who loves people and wants to help she is um i believe a spiritual hold on just a moment carolyn yes she is certified in spiritual psychology clinical hypnotherapy and she does have a master's degree in holistic nutrition she has her own practice and she includes soul path plans, intuitive dream interpretation, and spiritual counseling. And I know that we have had, we have people like that on the show. It's just that Carolyn, when I read her book, it's almost as if she has put my life story in her book. And although we have so many people doing this, we all don't connect with everyone. It's impossible. So for me, Carolyn is the person, one of the people that I connect so strongly with, and I think you will too. Welcome, Carolyn. I love that you're on our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. So, Carolyn, how are you, and what's going on with you today? Well, I have some things that I'd like to share with your audience. Uh, that are from my book, and 
any questions that in, anybody wants to ask. I, I love questions because oh, they yes. bring to I'm me. I'm so sorry. Oh, I forgot. Let me, give the, let me give out the number. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. If you want to speak to Carolyn, of course, call in toll-free at 888-627-6008, toll-free. Again, 888-627-6008. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Carolyn. Okay. Well, the the first thing I was wanting to share was uh, what I call the first step into wholeness. Oh, but maybe before I, I even go there, maybe I should uh, give a little bit of, uh, of uh, talk about how I got into this, to mm-hmm. metaphysical spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I'll make that short because <laughs> that's, a, that's a saga within itself. I know, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I was a, a small little girl, I when I realized I was in a human form, which was really at a very young age, anywhere from uh, three to four, I, I mean two to four, I, I realized I was in a body one day. And I wondered how I got into this body. And I was talking to what I can only uh, call... Uh, my consciousness or my soul or God, whatever you want to call it, but I knew that there was this uh, energy that I spoke to and relied on for for answers to what was going on and things like that. And I asked that consciousness, uh, what's going on? Why am I here? What am I doing here? And I said, I don't, I don't like it here. I, I want to go home. So, because I remembered what home was before, mm-hmm. um, before I came into this body, it was a very wonderful, heavenly, beautiful place, and uh, I only remember what it felt like, not what it looked like. And um, I was wanted to go back there because I didn't like the feel of this earth. And so I said, "Okay, I want to go home now." And I waited and waited, and nothing happened. So I thought, okay, if I'm, if I'm supposed to stay here, then what I need to do is study everything very, very hard and, and listen to everything that's going on around me and see if I can get some clues on how to go get back home. And uh, I've been doing that for all my life. <laughs> yeah. So it's like moving to different frequency levels of information and and why I'm here. And that's what my life has been about, figuring out the purpose of human life and why I am here. And Absolutely. why, which means I'm here for the same reason everybody else is here, to find out who we really are as spiritual beings in, in a body. Yes, I know. I was born with the exact same need to do that and it's been my one it's been my one motivator all of my life and i used to call us the wounded healers and i think i'm going to start calling us something different because it just keeps me in that place of wound (laughs) and it was interesting that you are here today talking and i know that you want to talk about our steps into wholeness 
And if that's exactly what I'm, I'm talking and dealing with today. And I would like to go there. And I want to ask you questions about when we talk about manifesting and visualizing, what, how do we do that? And what gets us stuck in ways that we don't do that? Well, when we're wanting to manifest something, or we do, we do have to have it clear in our mind what it is we are wanting. Let's say that uh, we don't know what we want. We just know that we want to move into a happier, uh, more fulfilling uh, space in life, and so that takes inner searching, inner inner contemplation. Uh, really questioning ourselves and saying okay what am i what is it i feel i am missing in my life and when we do that we start getting uh ideas as to what we believe is missing in our lives and that can be love that can be um a purpose that can be having more meaning to life uh that can mean a job. It can mean anything that we think uh, will make us feel happier and more at peace being being on this earth. And so we we can jot down all the ideas that come to us. And then when we do that, we look at each one and really uh, picture ourselves doing that thing or having that thing so that we can begin to feel it with feelings and emotion, because it's through our feelings and emotions that we, we manifest uh, things in this world and ways of living in this world. And uh, then we also can do study on those different things as well. And the more we learn about what these ideas are, are about, the more we can uh, do, take action to get to those things, to have them in our life. I think what I did, um, by the way, everyone, if I sound as if I'm trying to talk over Carolyn, it's just the echo that I keep hearing, and I'm sorry for that. Um, but I think, Carolyn, I went over, I went beyond what I wanted to do. I think the first step to manifesting and having is really first about wholeness and self and I really believe it's got to do with I think low self-esteem and new beginnings and I think this is where your story comes in and everyone's story comes in but yours in particular could you talk about this um, I don't. I know it's a lot. I just gave you three subjects, four subjects, but I know you can do that. Um, you know what wholeness? is wholeness, and yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a tendency to either act on you know old fears and actions, or work to create new ways of looking at life. This is what what we have to do, and this is what we need to do, uh, and. As we do this, we gain new knowledge that comes from, like I said, inner contemplation of ourselves and also our perception 
of whatever we call God. We all have our perception of a higher power, or we don't have a perception of a higher power. Um, even love is a higher power. So whatever, we need to get in touch with our perception of that higher power and what we believe about that, because it is our beliefs that uh, bring the experiences into our lives. And what is a belief? A belief is something that we make up according to what we have learned through our life experiences, through our parents, through, through everything that we've experienced in life. And we have to ask, tell ourselves, well, where did this belief come from? Mm-hmm. Well, this belief is a combination of everything that we are, every experience we've had throughout time, in any lifetime. And uh, first we have to have a, a perception of God that makes us feel safe <clears throat> and comfortable because our perception of God determines how we see the world. Is, is our God a God of punishment? Is our God a loving God? Is our God someone that believes it's okay to judge others or to, to hurt other people? Uh, and we need to be clear with that, because that will help us to uh, understand uh, what we can do here on Earth, when we can understand that if our God is a loving God. I mean, look at the world. Look at what's going on. Everybody, you can see everybody's God is being projected into the world right now. Uh, with all of the the hang, anger and hate and suffering and misery and and all that, so we have to change our change our perception of even if we don't call it God, our perception of love. Uh, love doesn't mean we can uh, hurt other people. Love means that we give love on this earth, and that's the only thing that's going to change us and earth. Uh, and the only way we can transform and then transcend what appears to be the end of the world when life seems very devastating. And that's what we're all going through right now. And yes. it, we can't help but feel all that's going on, especially people that are sensitive to energy. We're going to feel what's the, the feelings that people are having somewhat, you know, if not a lot. So um, we have to realize that this doesn't mean that the world is going to end and that everybody's going to die. We have to look at it like life is changing. This world is progressing through what we are going through and it has to this is how we change and create a new life by going through the experiences that come to us or that we believe are a part of us and find a way to heal them and uh, in that healing we become more whole so can I 
can I just interrupt you and ask sure. you, what if we do not have um, a, a concept of God or weren't really taught that as children? What if that was, and, and our parents never instilled any kind of confidence in us and we don't have that kind of strength and we never developed it as mm-hmm. adults? What do we do at that point? And that's tough, I know. Well, I mean, there's lots of things we can do, and and uh, if we don't believe in anything, uh, then the only thing we can do is struggle through life until something and strikes us and that has meaning to us, that has mm-hmm. something that uh, uh, makes us want to to love or or to care about something and that's what that's what suffering is all about to open us up to the love that is inside of us naturally because we're we're born with that love inside of us because mm-hmm. we are we are love we are love but when we aren't taught about love then we have to struggle and suffer through the misery until something triggers that love within us. Yes. And it's just a process. Carolyn, you know, it's a lot of people are saying that we don't always have to struggle, that learning can also come from joy. So mm-hmm. I want to know, I know for me, honestly, that's never happened. I, I really don't learn from joy it's pretty much been a struggle and Mm -hmm. funny the funny thing is is that every time I think I've done that I've gone through this one it's like a layer of the onion peel you just peel Mm -hmm. it and it keeps coming when does that end (laughs) for each thing that depends on the person that depends on our how how much we we want that to get to to find that love within us. It, it depends on what we are afraid of. It depends on what we run from. It depends on uh, how we view the world, period. How we view the world and everything in it. And uh, the only way we can change our views and our perception is to look at how we perceive the world. And study. I mean, if, if you've, we've never been taught uh, mm-hmm. about love or God or anything that, uh, that makes us feel like we want to be here on this earth, right. then we have to work harder than, than other people to uh, move through our suffering and realize that suffering is what opens us up. Because so. then we start asking questions. Okay, well, what is this for? Why did I have to experience this? Why did I have to experience that? Because when before we came here, we had in mind and we knew that when we came here, we had a plan, uh, a tentative plan. And we had tentative uh, soul agreements with other souls, like who we chose as our parents and our siblings and and what we want we're planning to to do in with this life now 
like I said, these are tentative, but uh, they're in there, in us. Mm -hmm. And when we take a look at our suffering and feel it and say, what is this showing me about myself? Yes. Suffering brings up what we run from. And when we can look at our childhood, from our childhood on up, Mm -hmm. at the things that really uh, made our life devastating as a child. I mean, I have many things that uh, caused my uh, childhood to seem very, very scary. And I'm sure you have too, and many people that are listening. And that's what we have to look at, because they're not real. They're only perceptions. There's something that we have, they are something that we have put together with the information we were given from the world Abs- and from absolutely. our parents. Absolutely. No question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want to say that the readings that I've been doing lately are all about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That um, what I'm finding is that people. You and I and people like us knew from childhood that we somehow had this, we didn't know how, but Mm -hmm. we knew we were going to do something like this. In your case, it was music, but you knew this was part of it. I knew this was part of it. There are people out there that are people like us. They, they were spiritual, but never knew. They didn't know this. They didn't know they were going to do this. And what I'm saying is that readings are now, I'm finding so many people that are awakening to this because this yeah. was in them all along. Right. And, I, and I think that they don't know. They're not, they don't know that they were told this. They don't know that it goes back there. And I don't want to keep people stuck in the past. No. No. Not at all. But you, ha- you do have to know where or why you have those thoughts and what they tell you. That's all. Just touch on it and go. Is right, that correct? Right. Okay. Yes. And then once we see, okay, well, what did I learn from that experience? Mm-hmm. Well, we learned that we didn't like it or we learned that we don't want to experience that again. So what do I do so I don't experience that again? We figure out what we learned from it. Uh, we learned that um, people can be mean. We learned that people can be loving. We learned that life can be good. Life can be painful. It's all of these things. And, and But we need to take the things that we call painful and look at them as gifts, as presents from our soul and mm-hmm. our our families or whatever because they those are the things that are going to make us look at ourselves and look at our experiences and, and see what we learn. For instance, when I was a, a little girl, I was afraid of everyone, of mm-hmm. every human being on the earth. I, I just, because I felt so out of place. Yes. And, uh, I would just sit, stand back and watch everybody and try to figure out why this person is doing this or why this person is angry over here or, or why this person looks sad. And I, be, I began to realize it, as a child that when people grow up, 
they're not as happy as they they are when they're children uh, because they have to take on all these responsibilities and and uh, remember all the experiences they've been through that they're still dealing with to get through life. And we need to look at those as, okay, if this has made me suffer, what have I learned from it? What I learned is that I wanted to understand why people suffer. I wanted to understand why people got angry. I wanted to understand why people were loving. And naturally, we gravitate to the people that are loving. Uh, but, but by studying all those things, then we can say, okay, okay. Well, I, this person, or I was angry, let's say, because of this experience I had in my life. And so now what do I do with it? Now I say, okay, it's showing me that I don't have to keep hanging on to this anymore because I made it up anyway from my experiences. So it's not real. It's only real as long as we keep it real in our mind. Well, that is true. I also believe that a lot of us are empaths. And while we can know that intellectually, as Mm -hmm. children... We took in their feelings, their thoughts, their beliefs, and could not distinguish between their pain and ours. And when you That's grow true. up feeling that, you don't, it, it becomes part of you. So we can, as grown ups, absolutely say, oh no, that was not mine. That was my mother's. That was my father's. Right. That was my sister's. That was my right. brother's. But yeah. we are still feeling that physically. We're still feeling that mentally and emotionally. Yeah. And we need to really get that out on all levels, I think, before we can go to a portal of new beginnings, which is what yes, you speak do. about. Mm-hmm. And could you give us um, what, for you, what was your way into a portal of new beginnings and what was happening to you and how did you do it okay the first portal of new beginnings for me was first i i had to grow up i knew i had to when i thought when i turn 18 then i can get out of this madhouse my parents house (laughs) because they were my mother suffered from uh horrible depression she wanted she tried to commit suicide all the time she was an alcoholic uh she was always crying uh always in her bedroom in the dark crying my father was a very angry man who just punished us and hit us and i I don't think a day went by where we weren't hit or our hair pulled out of our head or or punished for something you know and it wasn't because we were bad kids. It was because uh, our father just needed to take his anger out on something. So he took it out on his kids. And so I thought if I could get away from that, maybe I could find happiness. And I did. I ended up pregnant at 17, and I ended up marrying my boyfriend, who was like my father. And uh, I was with him for... 10 years total, and I had my son. But when I was uh, pregnant with my son, I said to God, 
you have to tell me how to live this life. I'm still suffering from depression. I'm still suffering from the pain of my childhood. How do I believe in you, God? Because I have prayed to you my whole life to to get me out of this pain and suffering and you are and to heal my mother and my father and you haven't. So how can I believe in you? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't believe in you, so you're gonna have to prove to me you exist. So I got to thinking, okay, what can I do to start learning about God and why I am here? And the thought just came to me. My dad dabbled in metaphysical uh, books, like um, books about ghosts and ESP and mediums and uh, white witchcraft and things like that. But he never really tried to live anything he Mm -hmm. he learned. So I read every book in his bookcase, and then I started reading uh, uh, philosophy books on philosophy, all kinds of philosophy, uh, especially Eastern philosophy, and I started to see what God was all about. And once that happened, I started to meditate. I taught myself how to meditate. And when when I'd meditate, I'd have these experiences. I would see uh, past lives, and um, I would... uh, uh, experience pain in in some other lives too, and I began to realize that pain is just part of life, and it makes us look inward in order to start asking the big questions, like, mm-hmm. "Okay, God, why am I here? Show me, show me." And it can be shown to us through anything. Uh, somebody walking down the street it might trigger something in us. Somebody that that says something triggers something in us that uh, that makes us feel safer in life or whatever it may be, or watching a, a TV or watching a movie or whatever it is. These things can be triggered in us and because they're there inside of us. And when we're mm-hmm. saying, okay, God, tell me who I am, then they then we're open for the triggers to take mm-hmm. place. And then we have to believe them, of course. And then we have yes. to say, that's it. Thank you. And and then we get more of them. But we have yes, been we taught do. not to believe in them and that it's a coincidence and it never is. So that's true. So, But the thing is, we start, the, the more we do this, the, st- the more we start reeling what is the truth and what isn't the truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. God is love, which means we are made in God's image. God made us. Therefore, we are love. And everything else is not, is, is an illusion. Yes. It is actually an illusion that we are making up. This is a planet of duality. It has both extremes, the good and the bad. So we have to find the balance between every extreme in our life. Uh, we have to find the balance between loving and hating, um, uh, giving joy or giving pain. Uh, and this is us. We, we are all of these dualities. And so we have to start looking at these opposites in ourselves 
and start figuring out, okay, how do I turn harm, how do I make harm, doing harm, balanced with doing good? And that means really, for, for, for instance, I remember asking God, because I was afraid of people. I was afraid of adults, mm-hmm. even when I was an adult. And I remember asking God, God, tell me, how, how do I love people? Tell me, I want to love people instead of being afraid of them. Show me how to love people. So I would look at people. They didn't know I was looking at them. And I would look in their face, and I'd try to see the expressions on their face, and I'd try to see them as a little child, and, and how would I treat that person or, or view that person if they were like a little, uh, beautiful little baby or child. And I would look in their eyes, and I would look for the love in their faces, in their eyes, and I would look for the pain inside of them yes. so I could see what was making them uh, have pain. And then I would make, go over to them and and just stand by them or whatever. And if I felt the need to say something, I would. For instance, um, there was this man that uh, owned these chain of restaurants in here in Arizona when I was young. And um, my family knew him well. Uh, and I was afraid of him because he looked... He was real big and and tall and kind of looked grumpy, and so I was afraid of him. But I learned to love him, the little nice things he did, like he would uh, give us extra something or whatever with our meals, a little gift or whatever. And I began to see there's kindness in everybody. And I had a dream about him one night that he had a heart attack and, and he died. And I felt I, w- I was knew that God wanted me to go to his restaurant, and I did this, scared to death, and tell him my dream. I felt I had to tell him my dream just in case it was true so that he would go to the doctor and have himself checked out. And I went in, and I, I said, could I, could I tell you something? I said, I had a dream about you last night, and I told him what the dream was. And I said, I I just wanted to tell you that because I don't know if it's true, real or not. And and so just in case, you could go to the doctor and see if you're okay. And he said, well, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And he actually did go to the doctor. And, you know, the doctor put him on a, a diet and whatever, so he was heading in that direction. So just, and that made me feel, I, I love this man because I felt like, see, he's a human being like me. We all have uh, this caring inside of us. I mean, look at what's going on on the earth right now. I mean, look at all of the, the, the horrible uh, weather things that have been going on that have caused so much devastation and death on this earth. Look at the people coming together in love. We don't care what color someone's skin is. We don't care if they don't speak English. We don't care what, where they come from, what country they're in. We just want to help them. 
that is the real us. I know. I I want to. I'm going to be blogging about so many things this week, and I totally agree. I don't mm-hmm. really think that there's a bad and a good. I can't feel that way. I think there's only love, and I think the there opposite is. But of that, we have it, created bad. No, as, I don't think we've even done human. that. I think that what we are is good, and then the other thing is we remove ourselves from us or God, and it's I fear. agree. Yeah, that's all I, agree. I think there is. That's just that's so, another way of saying it. Yeah, right, and that yeah, exactly. That's all it is. But um, uh-huh. and what I wanted to say was what you did with that gentleman is exactly what I try to do whenever I feel that I can't forgive someone um, or I have a resentment. I yes. will picture that person and send them love, just love. Right, and I swear. Right. Literally, I will instantly feel, oh, wow, like it's it's over. Like I don't feel any, I feel like I love That's them. Right. That's, That's like right. the the power of real love. So, yes, it is. Um, Carolyn, um, could you just talk a little bit about um, when, you know, you were starting over and um, you singing how that, brought you into your new foundation, because I think that was it, correct, or no? Uh, When I I was trying to uh, find my way in the world, you mean? No, you had done that once before, and you Mm -hmm. loved it, but toward toward the end, you know, Mm -hmm. when you were getting into the path you are on now, how Mm -hmm. did that happen for you? It happened because I was asking God, to show me how to learn about him, to show me how to live this life. Why are we here? What are we supposed to do with this life? Who are we? What mm-hmm. are we all about? And things, uh, the idea came to me to start studying, and that's what I first did. And I would meditate every day, and I would pray to God. And, I mean, I started having all these experiences. I would see my grandfather sitting next to me on my couch when I was meditating, I, you know, things like that. And uh, I would have little miracles, like, um, I, I mean, I... It, it, it's kind of a really common thing for me now. Once we uh, tap into the real love inside of us, which is love for everyone, because we're all we're all one, and That's we're right. all God's love, all of us. It's just that the human ego aspect of us has created uh, or co-created another way of believing that. Life is about suffering, and and that's 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 what life is about, and hurt, and and anger, and all that, and that's the part of us we have to realize is false. That is not real. Right. Only the part of us that is love. When we can look in somebody's eyes and see God in them, and love them for that. Uh, your heart just swells up and you just want to go over to people. I mean, perfect strangers, you just want to go over and just hug them or just say hi because you love them so much. You just want to share some kind of energy with them, you know. Absolutely. Whether it's just say, hi, how's how's your day going, you know, something like that, you know. And that's what this world is 
was really created for. Absolutely. To find that love inside of us and give it to each other. I just want to read something very quick, guys. I, and I took it out. It's a much longer for a phrase, but I just want to say it. Okay. Without an inquiring heart and mind, there is little possibility in knowing ourselves or anyone else. For within each question lies an opportunity to open wider the doors to self-realization. Uh, revelation, I'm sorry, Carolyn. And that's from Carolyn and what she's saying. And um, and it's interesting. She has a CD called Face in the Mirror. And, and she's just, I think, what, oh, by the way, she also does vocal, to- she has a vocal toning CD. Uh, the what I feel from coming out of her, just listening to her now, is know yourself and you'll know all. And that's what I get. What she's saying that's is right. we are all the same. Know you. You'll know everyone. Right, Carolyn? Right. And Love that's what you I, and you'll love everyone. Too. Exactly. Carolyn, what is the circle of life? The circle of life... Um, is uh, how why we come into this earth. Um, I'm, I'm just going to read a little part of this. It says, the earth of now, I wrote this, it's from my book, the earth of now seems to hardly feel like it is really home. I mean, look at what's going on all around us. With all of its chaos and hardships that block peace and love everywhere we look. But with what eyes are we looking through? The eyes of fear, the eyes of suffering, the eyes of unforgiveness, sadness, regret, denial, or hopelessness. These are feelings that we view as real in human life that have to be healed where they were created, here on Earth, where they are stored, waiting for us when we leave Earth and return. Until all that is not of spirit is healed and dealt with in the here and now of our Earth, earthly experience where it was created, uh, there will be there will be no long lasting peace or love on the earth until we heal what is not of God on this earth. So we come here, have all these experiences, create all these uh, illusions about life, and uh, think, oh, I, I can just die and then it'll all be gone. No. Uh uh-uh. it's still waiting it'll still be waiting for us when we come back next time and that's why it's important to start working on ourselves now because at some <laughs> point we are going right. to ascend from this planet we this right. earth is going to ascend and it's in that process right now and this is what's going on right now is cleaning up the mess that we've created for thousands of years Absolutely. and 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 move on Go forward. Go into a heavenly place instead of a place where uh, we're always questioning everything. I think we're learning to be responsible citizens of the universe. And we're kind of like going into junior high school. And Mm -hmm. I think what you said is very interesting because you gave me, just by saying that, a different point of view. Um, Mm -hmm. I took it out of the spiritual where I always keep it 
and I put it back on the earth and you made me think of it as a different way. We have made the earth bleed and and really hurt the earth. And until we make it right with the earth, um, we're not going to be right. And right. that was really great for me to think of it just the way you said it. So, yeah. my God, yeah. see, there you go. Like, again, mm-hmm. you you hear something from someone that you've known for or you've known one way for 40 mm-hmm. years. And right. I read you and you just said something a different way. And I just thought of it a different way. It's amazing. Good, good. That's great. I hope other people it's feel true, the same way. It's really true. So we right. have to do it spiritually and physically on the earth because exactly. of what we've done. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we created it. So we have to heal it and turn it back into the light that it was before we we brought the dark in. Yes. Yes. And we, we have get to rid do of that. Dark. Right. And we have to do that. And as bad as it looks to us right now, with all of, yes, with the weather and with all of the the murdering and all of that going on, I ha- mm-hmm. I don't believe that it's worse at all. I believe it's actually no. better. We it just is. happen to see yes. and hear it more because exactly. of the communication methods we have. But I do believe we're going to change this, don't you, Carolyn? Oh, we are. Every day, yeah. we are we are expanding our consciousness and opening our hearts more and more, and that's what it's all about. When we can stop looking at life as you and me and just look at it as me, Us. we are all yes. me together, right. then we will heal what needs to be healed. And we are doing that. And that's what suffering does to us. It makes us look inside ourselves and say, I don't want to do this anymore. How do I change this? And it's those questions that start triggering the answers that are in us that we have pushed down because we didn't know anything else existed besides the suffering. Absolutely. I want to, I don't know if we can do this in the time we have, but I'm going to try. Um, okay. We were. I'm just looking and talking about the self-made prisons we have, the unbearable emotional pain, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And yeah. I want to kind of, it's, it's really under the heading, and this is from you, um, of waking the dreamer. And it's, that's a tough kind of subject to wrap up but we are we're dreaming and some of us are very conscious i'm i'm not one of them (laughs) but i'm talking about really (laughs) no i'm talking about really conscious people i am um i'm sort of conscious but not that kind of conscious but can well we go in and out right absolutely so what is waking the dreamer what is waking the dream me waking, waking the from the dream. Yeah. Right. We are the dream. We are the dreamer and we are the dreamed. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a mouthful, but that's, we are all three of those. Yes. We have agreed uh, before we came here, when our soul was created, God gave us free will and said, okay, you can i give you i give you free will to create whatever kind of life you want to create and so we did that 
And uh, now we have to say, okay, God, take us home now. This, we're, we need to heal this and leave it pure when we leave here so that we don't have to do this again. Um, so waking up means to just realize that it, this is just all a dream. Mm-hmm. We are making it up as we go along. Now, you say, well, how, how come we don't know that? Because we agreed to forget that we don't know that, so that we could play out this game, Absolutely. I don't know, this yes. this uh, way of, of seeing life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because God is multidimensional and, and can create anything. And if he creates our souls and says, do whatever you want, with with your ability to create, then we did that. So now we have to say, okay, uh, now I want to know how we can un I can undo this. So I don't need to keep re-experiencing the this world in a way that creates suffering. We can turn this world into a heaven world, and I do believe that this world is a heaven world. Mm-hmm. It's just we've mucked it up <laughs> to the point where we don't quite recognize it as such, not all the time. But it really is. Yes. It really is a heaven world. It's just we have to stop dreaming the dream of illusion. Right. I believe that there are certain people who do live in a heaven world they and do. there are people who also live in a hell and mm-hmm. I'm also one of those people who really do believe that at one point in our consciousness as a whole we are mm-hmm. going to all be consciously aware of we the are. fact that we're one soul I do right. I just do so there are so more many and more myriad. people yes well just the fact that people are reaching out to each other to help yes. each other. That shows you we are one. And and what happens is all of the prejudice we had before all of this happened is gone because we don't care anymore. You're a human being. You're you're part of me. I I love you. And when we see each other in danger and we and that people are going to die if we don't help, our heart comes first. Our ego goes out the window and our heart says, okay, I I will help. And that's who we really are. I mean, I was just thinking about interviews that I saw on television that came from a mere 50, 40 years ago. And the Mm -hmm. way, the the racial kind of ways they spoke um, about people, the things they said on national television were so horrible. I couldn't believe they said that. Today, that wouldn't have even been, not just not said, that wouldn't have been a thought in anybody's mind. That's right. And so we have moved mountains in our thinking and our consciousness. I can't, well, I won't be here, but in another 50 years, Mm -hmm. it's going to be amazing, I think. Right. I won't be here either. (laughs) But you know what? It's an exciting time because we came here. We were the Mm -hmm. first people to bring it in. I think anybody who's alive right now, hey, we were the, you know, the warriors who brought it in. And those who Mm -hmm. came before us 
who are gone. Right. I think that's just so exciting and wonderful. And mm -hmm. I really do believe that the next generation are going to be becoming more and more sensitive and learning more and more to use the gifts that we were given and supposed to use just because we were people. I think these gifts were ours. I also yes. want to ask you, um, you know what, let's take a, a few minutes to take a break. You're listening to BBS Radio, Station One with great music. And you're listening to Meta Mondays with Adina and Carolyn Gervais. We'll be right back. Everybody, this is Meta Mondays with Adina, and we are going to wrap up our show. And I want to thank Carolyn Gervais for coming. I really urge you to get her book, Life Before Life, and look at all the things on awakeningyou.com. And Carolyn, what will be coming up for you? Uh, well, I have an, a new article out in Sedona Journal of Emergence magazine. Uh, it's a prediction magazine that uh, is published in, in Sedona area, Flagstaff, and uh, it can be ordered online or you can find it online. And uh, I have an article in there as to what uh, 2018 is going to be bringing as far as energy to us. And re remember that everything that is coming to us is helping us to grow beyond where we are. So don't look at it as bad or anything. Anything as bad, it's it's a gift. It's what's it's what's pulling us out of the old consciousness into the new. Thank you, Carolyn. And guys, I'm coming back next week with free readings, and I am going to get more in depth in the free readings, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why in the blogs I'm going to write this week. So find me at askadina.com. I do do private readings, and please go to my Facebook page for information. I love you. We'll see you next week, and have a great week. BBS Radio does radio best. Bye-bye.